For singles, excuse me, I get very teary and choked up. <laughs> the pressure to find a date around Valentine's Day can be like it's massive, right? And even if you do, what are the chances that's going to turn into true love? Well, fourth generation matchmaker Maria Avgatidis uh, could have the answers. Whether you're struggling or searching for a new partner after a recently ended relationship, playing Cupid is in her blood. For more than 10 years, her business, Agapi Match, has been helping singles find their soulmate by connecting people based based on their unique match criteria and dating personality. So has she found the ultimate romantic formula? Let's ask her. Hi, Maria, live from New York. Welcome to the show. Hi, thank you for having me. Happy Valentine's Day. And happy Valentine's Day to you. Talk us through the criteria you look at when you go ahead and set people up. Absolutely. So as a professional matchmaker, I first and foremost try to understand my clients or matches personalities. I think about their temperament, their culture, their experiences before I start digging into their compatibility. And there's a few factors that we look at as matchmakers when it comes to compatibility. We think about physical, spiritual, intellectual, emotional, and financial, or also known as lifestyle compatibility. Okay, mm. you've had a lot of successful matches, you tell us, but you recently managed to help one man find love just by posting his photo on your Instagram story so how did yeah. that unfold? So um, last year, he was last year this month, he was on my podcast asking a question. I have a podcast and he said, you know, I'm having a problem, you know, whatever he said. But I said to him, why don't you send me a photo of yourself with some stats about you and I will share it to the people that follow me. Maybe I have some followers that live in Texas. And wow, do I have a lot of followers that live in Texas? A few <laughs> women reached out to him. Uh, one of them, Melissa. So his name is Daniel. Her name is Melissa. They would end up dating. They got engaged over the holidays and they're going to get married this summer. Oh, that's a great story. Now, you, you promote so, a 12 date rule before getting intimate with a new partner, 12 dates. But you say it's not just in-person dates that count towards that number. So talk us through how does it work and why is it so important to sort of wait until then? That's right. So there's this thing called Matchmaker Maria date math. So I believe that a date is anything that is at least 20 minutes. That's a phone call, a video call or an in-person date. This is to remind people that text messaging is not dating. So stop pen palling strangers and find a way to get that video date, get in person. And with this method, we try, I try to promote to people like just get to know someone because there's four things that I want you to discover as you're getting to know someone in those 12 dates, which based on my date math usually takes about two and a half, three weeks for someone to finish. So those four things I want you to think about, how do they act when they're having a bad day? How do they act when they're having a good day? How do they act when you're having a bad day? And then most importantly, how do they act when you're having a good day? These are the things ah. I want you to consider. You know, That's without getting distracted by intimacy, figure out certain things, you know, right. helps out and, a lot. And you reckon, so to, to get all that, it's going to take you roughly two and a half, three, three weeks to sort of go through that range of emotion. A recent study suggested daters would only tolerate 51 minutes of a bad date before making an excuse <laughs> to leave. So 51 minutes. There's a question here. I think that's is, too is, little. That's what, well, isn't that funny? The question written here by a millennial producer is, isn't that too long to wait? <laughs> As a matchmaker, I will tell you that I think it takes at least two dates to yeah. really discover if you are, you know, I think at the end of the day, the purpose of a first date is to go on a second date. That's all it is. So I always tell people, listen, did you have fun? 
Are you still curious about them? If the answer to both of those questions are yes, go out again. Okay, okay. What are the, some of the common mistakes people make when they're dating? We know there's plenty of mistakes, but what are the sort of the common ones? I think one of the most common mistakes is that people just expect the person to show up when really, if you are dating, it is a bit of a part-time job, right? We have to put some effort in to how we show up. So get your social calendar out, start finding events that you can, uh, you know, populate your free nights to have more social time and meet new people, not necessarily for dating, but just to increase your network. So that way in those people, you might have the opportunity to meet new people that you otherwise would have never met. Okay. We're just out time. We're saying goodbye, but who should pay for the first date? Mm, good oh, uh, I don't know, but the status quo says that men are supposed to pay. <laughs> okay. Um, really great chat on this Valentine's Day here. Uh, not quite where you are, but thank you so much. Good chatting. Thank you. Bye. Thanks.